Welcome back. Welcome back. It is I Am Live and we have a wonderful interview for you. Uh, we're talking entrepreneurship and we're talking business and we're talking um, 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 we're talking young entrepreneurs based within South Africa and hoping to make an impact within Africa. If, you, if you're a regular on the show, um, then by now you should know that I'm a person who loves focusing on the broader scale of the world because the world has become so small um, and I, I'd hate to to limit the conversations and interviews and discussions we have here to just your neighborhood or South Africa. So whenever I say the broader Africa, remember that I'm I'm speaking contextualizing our current not just business um, 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 interface or business landscape uh, but I'm also just contextualizing the fact that you can literally now talk to someone who is in the middle or central Africa with just a text or a video call and you can actually see their face uh, so right now I'm sitting in studio with Ken Kensani Komane uh, who is a young black female entrepreneur uh, based here in South Africa and she is already running a business which a lot of people she looks very young so I'm gonna guess her age and then I'll ask her later hopefully she tells me (laughs) so we can contextualize her (laughs) yeah but she looks very very young which is a compliment right right all right cool how are you doing I'm good thanks and yourself I'm good I'm good I'm good so you started doing business in 2017 yep Okay, is that when you wanted to start doing it or did you want to start earlier but then ended up only being able to start in 2017? And what changed? Did you want to start earlier? Nope. Okay. What was your what were your views before? Did you want to go into business or was your idea to actually get a 9 to 5 and earn a nice income, have medical aid? No, I wanted to be a doctor by then. Okay. So unfortunately, your medicine size was so difficult for me. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So after my metric, I, I decided to do a skill. Mm-hmm. So I went to public works. Mm-hmm. And then, <clears throat> sorry. Not a problem. I went to public works and then I found that, okay, they're doing plumbing. Mm. Then I register. Then I was called, interviewed. Uh, afterwards... I went there, mm-hmm. three years, did my practical for one year, which mm-hmm. was 2020. Mm-hmm. I graduated at Zanini mm. in, in touch. Okay. And Zanini then, vendor, right? Yes, it's okay. in vendor. And I don't assume we all know. <laughs> <laughs> I've realized okay. that there's so many parts of South Africa that I don't know. I feel embarrassed. Hey, I'm from Mpumalanga myself. Okay. Do you know Ipetal? No, I don't. Okay, it's it's the place where they call it Emma Zambanin. Emma Zambanin. Yeah, Why? It, we, it used to manufacture, I say manufacture, we used to produce a lot of big potatoes Okay. and there's a lot of myths around why. Mm. We actually even used to have a festival um, called Artepofias, which basically means potato festival. Okay. Are you from Venda? No, I'm not. I'm from Macau. Where's that? Macau, it's in Northwest. You're from far. <laughs> no, it's not far. From here? It's, it's near, yeah. It's one taxi. Oh, okay. Yes. Wait, do you mean it's not far from where, from Venda where you studied? Or no, it's, it's not far, far from, from here? Venda. It's far from Venda. That's what I meant. Okay, I thought from here. <laughs> That's what I meant. So okay. what led to you moving from north Northwest to going to uh, Venda? Because I, I, I always wanted to do my plumbing. Okay. Yes. Is it like special plumbing in Venda? 
or you just came across a place that would do it in Venda? No, it's special. Okay. We were sent there to do our, um, what do we call this? Mm-hmm. After simulation, there's this thing, they call it trade test. We were trade tested there. Okay. For okay. five days. Mm-hmm. And then it came back to Northwest. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, you are, I've, uh, I have um, never come, well, like, let me not say never. I don't often come across uh, young female plumbers, right? Okay. Um, which which leads me to a few questions that I, that I want to ask you as far as your business is concerned. Okay. Um, do you, are you specifically focusing on female plumbing or do you, let me rather explain to me how your business works. Okay. Yes. I'm doing installation. Okay. From scratch. I'm mm-hmm. doing bathroom, basin, sink. I also do From scratch? Scissors. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> I also do. So it's not just like, ah, my, it's leaking. Come and fix it. And then I will come. Okay, but you also install maintain. it from, you maintain and you install from scratch. Yes. That is fantastic. Go on, go on. <laughs> and then I do um, Giza, installation okay. solar Giza. Don't you need like, um, I'm, I'm asking out of curiosity uh, if this is true. When if I'm if I'm getting someone to come and install or fix a geezer, they have to be have a certain certificate. Is that true? Yeah, it is. Specifically for fixing a geezer. So if if you have a skill, mm-hmm. I do have my trade test. Yeah, I can come with it. Okay. To show you that I can do geezer and all stuff, it's written there. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm asking so, you out of curiosity because I know that sometimes with um, insurance, if you just take someone in jail. To come and fix your geyser, you might get into trouble. Exactly. Okay, awesome. So you do geyser installations? Yes, and I also do drainage system. Okay, okay. Uh Oh, my goodness. I'm so impressed. (laughs) Like, I'm so... And she's so nonchalant. She's just listing... Like, she's listing Cadbury (laughs) (laughs) chocolate flavors. Like, that is so impressive. Uh Well done. And you had to learn how to do each and every one of those things. For two years. Yo, my goodness, that is impressive. I did my theory first, then practical simulation, mm-hmm. then mm. get my certificate. Okay. So, I mean, this is a very masculine field. Um, I mean, traditionally, we know that if I'm looking for a plumber, I'm going to call John or Rukiveni or Isaac, you know, exactly. We yes. typically call guys. Um, do you do you find, especially within your business, um, that more and more... Actually, this actually makes the, the question a bit more interesting. Uh, do you find that when you arrive and people see that you're a woman or when they call you and hear that I'm speaking to a woman, they get a bit, ah, you're a woman, you're going to come and fix my... Or do you find that people are more accepting of you? Others are not acceptable. They will be like, mm. your body structure, like you are a slender. Mm. Can, mm. You, can, you, mm. can you do a geezer, you? Mm. So usually I will go with my assistant. Okay. Yes, I got two guys mm-hmm. whom I work with. Then it's me. Okay, which was actually going to be part of my, my question as well. Remember when I said, are you focusing on specifically building a female business? Yes. Yeah, but it's it's smart. It's strategic yes. to have your bounces. <laughs> because it's always hard work. It's hard labor. Yes, hard yes, yes, Even yes. If you have to dig a trench, you must use a pig and all that. Do you so. do that yourself? I was doing that when I was doing practical, but now, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. I'll hire someone. Now you run the operation. Yes. I love it. I love it. Although, 
curious because uh, there's there's a show I, w- I was watching, um, and they were talking about how, you know how Uber Uber and I think I saw it in Bolt as well. They mm-hmm. have an option for woman driver f- to come and pick you up. Okay. Yeah, if you're a woman, you can request a woman to come and pick you up. I'm 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 curious if you have found that women prefer you to show up with your assistance because they feel safe. Because I I can make an example right now. Mm-hmm. My my partner we were selling fridges, okay. and the there are people who want to come and pick up to pick up those fridges are male, and she's like, you better be here when they get here, right? <laughs> because there's a fear. You don't want to be a woman in a house with another man, which I feel should be a huge advantage to mm. you. Uh, also, considering there are more women in South Africa than there are men, <laughs> a lot At the of same men. Time. Yeah, a lot of men are either dying or in jail. Or <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't mean to <laughs> take light of that. It's a very serious mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, but but which actually means there's a lot of opportunity for you being the face of the company. Yes. So, which then brings me to this question: Do you pitch yourself as a female-owned? plumbing company or do you pitch yourself as a plumbing co- do you prefer to be viewed as a female owned plumbing company which has its own benefits because there are many um, you know middle class South African mm-hmm. women who would prefer you to show up even if you're coming with your assistance as long as they know you are coming they will let you into their home or do you prefer to be viewed as a plumbing company as a female plumbing company. Fantastic. I fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Yes. And have you seen the benefit that I'm talking about in your experience? A lot. Yeah. A lot yeah. Of, because back in the days, mm-hmm. men were the ones who were doing plumbing, electricity, and we girls were doing kitchen, laundry, mm. of which that side of kitchen and laundry, there's no money there. Yes. So in plumbing, there's a lot of changing. Yes, yes. So I prefer to be in a female company. I love that. You know, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that your story becomes inspiration to many, not just young girls, but to many young black South Africans. And I say that because, I mean, we are, we have this bug and, and of which I understand it. We have this bug where, we all want to be, first of all, we all want to be in the offices yes. uh, wearing the suits. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there's not enough room for everyone. Yes. You know exactly. what I mean? Yes. Exactly. And then secondly, we all want to work what we perceive as being the fancy businesses mm-hmm. rather than working the businesses that will solve actual real local problems. You know what I mean, yes. um, and and I'm because I feel like your your business solves problems that people actually have within South Africa. You know, I, yeah, yeah, you want to say something? Uh, I was saying where I'm staying in Macau. Yeah, uh, we find it hard, ne? in terms of water. Mm. Basically, in schools, mm. I'm focusing on schools, especially primary schools. Mm. So, I sit down and tell myself, for oh, you. These kids are suffering. Mm. So I wanted their life to be easier. Going there, showing them that my profile that I can do uh, toilets that are flashing. Oh. They must no longer use those ones with the, what do we call them? Mm, the pit the pit Oh, ones. yes, the pit ones. Yes, yeah, yes. So I told them that I can do this. 
And as I'm staying here in Macau, mm-hmm. I will do it lesser. Mm. I won't touch you like huge. Mm. So mm. I did that in Murekuludi Primary School. Mm-hmm. I had a big project there. Nice. I had to do toilets. I love that. Scratch and the drainage system. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in the SGP. Mm-hmm. I can no longer do that. But I can hire people who can do that. Okay, I understand. Oh. I understand, yeah. So. Oh, wow, that's fantastic, hey? Yes. I love that. So while at the same time, so when you were saying that you, you were showing them that they don't, they don't have to use the pits, um, that you can install it for them. When you were speaking of them, you're talking about the schools themselves. Yes. Not, okay. Because what I thought you were, you were meaning, which I suppose is also something that I, I would find inspiring, <clears throat> is if you, you are the person doing the work at a school, the young girls are able to see that you are the person yes. actually coming to do it and showing mm-hmm. up. And that normalizes it. Yes. It just makes it normal for the young girl. I love it. I love it. Um, and... Do you, do you do you think that you will always or rather let me put it this way so being being a very um, um, masculine field that you're in and having to work with assistants and I understand that it's, it's a bit twofold you need to work with your assistants to prove to to for the person who's doubtful and you also need to work with your with your male assistants because heavy lifting <laughs> <laughs> Um, do do you think there is opportunity, and we can talk maybe in the industry, but also specifically for your business? Do you think that there is room for women to come and do the heavy lifting? Like, is it possible to run a fully female plumbing business? Yes, or it, it is. Is it's it possible? Okay, it's possible. okay, that's interesting. I've seen that by myself mm. while I was doing my practical. There was no one who who could come and help me with the pipes i would do it my own even the geezer mm. uh-huh. they will just put a step there mm-hmm. then you climb then they will give you the geezer what yes what <laughs> i'm telling you <laughs> wow then you lift it okay i get you i top. get you you know i'm i'm really hoping that this helps break the stereotype that a woman can't do such a job mm. um i really do hope so um, and I hope that the business that you're building also in some way helps get rid of that stereotype because I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd hate for, for even with your business, as you continue getting more and more clients and more customers, for people not to give you business or consider what you're doing simply because they think, ah, it's a woman. Yes. You know, she's going to drop the keys. <laughs> And I won't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm shocked because I didn't know that you could go as far as putting a geezer by yourself. Um, I didn't know that. I know that you could definitely use equipment to do that. I mean, if, if you came to me and offered to do a job, if you're coming to me and saying you can do it, I'll believe you. Mm-hmm. Um, because in my mind, I'm also thinking, I mean, there's equipment for these for days the- for lifting heavy objects, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be so... Um, I don't know, I'd say hard-headed or, yeah, um, yeah, hard-headed is, is a good word. So um, here's my question for you now. What is, what is your, your vision for your business? Where would you like to see it go? Would you like to, is, is your next step to, to grow um, bigger and impact more other, other places within South Africa and you just be the person that runs those? Or is your next step to in bring more females into your business. I'm just giving you options, but you'll tell me what your next step is. Okay, my yeah. next step is to see my business growing. 
and hiring more women into my business because nowadays uh, women depend on men mm. so mm. I want to take that thing off their mind mm. to say you can be dependent on yourself on yourself to depend on mm. Men, mm. you see mm. so yeah. that's my vision mm. and I love that especially considering that we're living in a um, you know a, a, com- a society or community where young girls go on Instagram and see these slay queens mm-hmm. um, saying that, no, me, I'm, I went out with a man and he paid this you much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you experience that within your, your, your where you come from in your neighborhood? Yeah, yes, we do. We yeah. do. There are many dropouts there. Mm. Maybe a person went to school, maybe he, she didn't pass a metric. Yeah. Then yeah. she would just relax, depend on men, doing yes. everything for the person, moving in with the guy. Yeah. You see? Mm. All right. So um, now I want to talk about your trophy. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, Kensani Komane has a beautiful award from KAB, Female Entrepreneur uh, Award winner of 2022. This is this year. Female entrepreneur. (laughs) I love this. I love this. So tell me a bit about this. Mm, As I was busy with my plumbing, Mm -hmm. I've realized that I'm lacking some of the skills. Mm. Like management. So you had already already started before you were part of the program. Yes, I was running the business. So I went to Google. Mm. searching for schools, wanting to do my business studies. So as I was busy on Facebook, I saw the KAB. Then where is it? Then I found out it's in Macau. Mm. I said, oh, it's an opportunity now. Then I I went there, register. Then went to... Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Not a problem. <laughs> I went there and registered and then attended the classes every, almost every day. Mm. So I pick up that they can, I, they, they taught me, gain the knowledge, mm-hmm. the skill in managing your business, becoming an entrepreneur, what I love. Mm. As I was attending there, I also sell cookies. It <laughs> <laughs> was not in my mind, but yeah, I ended up selling yeah. cookies. Because you're an entrepreneur at heart. <laughs> yes, and I needed money. Okay, yeah. So, oh. I've gained a lot in CAP. I love that, hey? I love yes. that, I love that. Um, in, in CAP, I'm guessing it's not just a, a female... Uh, program Mm-mm. okay i see um yeah i'm asking that because, <laughs> because i'm seeing here it says female entrepreneur award winner of 2022 and i'm like so is it an oh female only does this mean that you were the female above all the other <laughs> no we, we also got males we also got males okay okay yes. so it's basically a program for everybody yes okay uh what does the kb stand for know about business yeah it's know about business okay i see i see no i love this i love this i'm excited by your story um i love the fact that you actually 
saw it upon yourself that I want to do this mm-hmm. because I there's there's a lot of people you know I come from Epethali like I mentioned and mm-hmm. Epethali is like 30 minutes from Secunda I don't know if you've heard of Secunda yeah I've heard about it yeah that's where SAS, the biggest Sassel in the country is mm-hmm. um, and a lot of young people go and do artisan skills and go and do some work there which okay. there's nothing wrong with it Sassel is a place that pays incredibly well mm-hmm. but uh, the, the thing about the thing I'm, I'm thinking now with listening to your story is these the thing when you're work when you're learning stuff in artisanship like you're learning skills yes you know skills that you can use and turn into a business which is what you chose to do yes exactly and i'm really hoping your story or actually are you hoping that your story inspires a lot of young uh, black South Africans and more specifically black female South Africans. Hopefully, yes. Yeah, yeah. Into yes, starting so. their own businesses, mm-hmm. right? And hiring. Would you say running a business is scary and intimidating? Because you look so relaxed, <laughs> like you've got this under control. No, it's all about risking. Is it? <laughs> yes, it's all about risking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. and you find it exciting or do you have days when you're like, Mara, what am I doing? Like Kinsani. Now, now on my side, I'm always excited. Is it? Since I'm in CAP, I can solve many, many of things. Oh, I yes. see. I see. So I love I, your enthusiasm. Like, I love it. I feel like you're braver than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, no, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. And thank you for sharing your story. Um, and I also look forward to having more interviews with you, maybe having an article about your story as well on the I Am Youth website where our, our listeners can go and read about it. Okay. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank, thank you. you for listening. Uh, we're taking our breather right here and we'll be back shortly right after this.